0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Money Makes Sense podcast, where we make money, make sense. My name is Nicholas. My name is Samuel, and we're happy to have a special guest joining us today
1: to give an additional perspective on buying homes as young adults. Would you like to introduce yourself, Nathan? Hi, I'm Nathan a.k.a. Vingasoline,
0: a.k.a. Mansuki.
1: That's great. We're happy to have you here. So, Nick, would you like to start off by talking a bit of background about why young adults are now stretching themselves financially to buy a home with interest rates and also talking about the housing market in general?
0: It's a complex time to be a young home buyer. Mortgage rates are near historic lows, which is luring many people, including first-time buyers, into the housing market. So anyways, in 2020... Sales of previously owned homes surged to their highest level in 14 years, and many economists forecasted sales to rise again this year. But the supply of homes is tight, and new construction really can't keep up with demand, which means that buyers often have to fork over a staggering amount to close a deal. Uh, just for example, US house prices soared 12.2% in February from a year earlier, which is the biggest annual increase in data going back to 1991. Yeah,
1: so what this means for millennials and other young adults who are looking for a new home, this means that they'll be making difficult calculations. As young adults, their incomes are not as high and they usually have a lot of debt, whether that's student debt or credit card debt. So many people ask whether it's worth it to stretch their resources and use a high percentage of their income to buy a more expensive house if it's possible to lock in a lower mortgage rate, whether that's for 20 or 30 years in the future. Some other people might think that they should wait for the housing prices to cool down to more average and affordable levels, but then at that time, the mortgage rates might also rise, so it's a very difficult calculation for these young adults to make, and that's why we're happy to discuss both sides of the argument today on the podcast, and having Nathan's perspective here as a prospective home buyer will allow us to answer some of the questions that many of you guys will have. Okay, so a couple months ago, I didn't even know what a mortgage was. And I'm still not clear on what a mortgage is. Like, I barely know what the difference between an apartment and a condominium is. Okay, so just for those wondering at home, the difference between an apartment and a condo is just the ownership. An apartment is basically a large residential building where uh, residences can be rented out to individuals or families, while a condo is similar if you look at the outside, like architecturally, structurally, it looks the same as an apartment, but it's usually larger and condos are owned instead of rented. Thank you, Samuel, for clarificating. No problem. Happy to do so. Before we can define a mortgage rate, a mortgage is basically an agreement between a lender and a borrower, the lender being usually a bank and the borrower being a prospective home buyer. So the lender charges an interest rate, in this case also called a mortgage rate, which is the rate of interest charged on a mortgage. These mortgage rates are determined by the lender and depending on where you get it from, the rates can vary. However, they usually follow a general trend, and in recent years, the interest rates are at near historic lows. Over the past 50 years, only 8 months have been lower than they currently are, and those 8 months were all during the pandemic season. This is why many young people find that it is an ideal time to be stretching themselves financially to buy a home, but while home prices have increased dramatically and might seem very high. Compared to the historical home prices, usually it's less often for houses to come down in price as drastically as for instance in the 2008 global recession, while on the other hand interest rates are likely to increase back to their normal levels after this current financial period is over. So after you explained all that, uh, what does locking in a mortgage payment mean? and What does that mean for young home buyers? Yeah, that's a great question, and the reason that many young people want to be homeowners is that they can take advantage of this current situation, and the term locking in their mortgage payments means securing the current price of the mortgage payments uh, with the current interest rates, and as money usually uh, inflates, that means that they'll be usually having to stretch themselves less in the future. It's really important for them to inflation-proof their housing costs as the cost of goods, cost of housing, and just cost of living overall is greatly increasing over the years. And though incomes are generally rising and will rise as they grow older, uh, this means that it's really important to just lock in the mortgage rate, the interest rate uh, for the period so that they don't have to worry about that in the future. When you're renting, your rent payment means that it's basically completely up to your landlord and you don't have much control over it. Your landlord can raise your rent to an unaffordable level and also can refuse to renew your lease for many years. So this is why young people now are turning away from renting and therefore can expect their housing costs to actually go down every year compared to their income as long as they lock in the prices, lock in the interest rates so that they can have the same monthly payments uh, every year while their incomes are likely to
0: rise over time. Okay, great. So it sounds like buying a house right now is a no-brainer almost. If you're able to lock in your mortgage payments and as we're expecting this uh, house prices overall to rise, uh, doesn't it sound like a really great idea to buy a house? Are there any risks involved, Samuel? Yeah, basically,
1: there are two sides of this coin, the rates are quite low, the interest rates, but of course, because of this, the housing prices are continuing to rise. The supply simply can't uh, fulfill the demand of all these young homebuyers, and therefore, even though the mortgage rates are under 3% for most of the years and remain to be below levels not seen before the 1950s, the main reason that this is the case is because of COVID-19, of course. The adoption of remote technology, remote telecommunications, and uh, not having to go to workplaces uh, for their job opportunities means that young homebuyers can now have more freedom moving away from city centers and urban landscapes farther to more suburban areas where transportation would usually take a longer time if they were uh, usually doing their daily commute. But due to technology, The supply is simply not enough to fulfill these young buyers. This means that young home buyers may also be more inclined to financially stress themselves to take advantage of this once in a generation rates, but this could also be a mistake. Now, Though homeownership is proven to be a wealth building asset and a way to avoid rent inflation, a 30 year fixed rate mortgage at today's low rates can usually be determined to be safe And while prices today are rising at a rate of 12%, stretching financially and taking on the risk of not being able to pay for the mortgage means young buyers are actually betting on housing prices to continue to rise, which is eventually unsustainable. This tech-driven demand and low rates cause an appreciation rate which is unreasonable to sustain itself for the coming future, and it can't be ruled out of volatility for the future. Therefore, interest rates and mortgage rates may rise, but as seen in the 2008 global recession, housing prices are likely to fall greatly and very fast if this time comes. Therefore, it is also considered a seller's market now, with the significant demand driving up the low inventory and high construction costs. Now, with all that said and done, it's important for young prospective homebuyers to be having uh sound financial habits and enough savings to pay for their down payment a down payment is the sum of money that these prospective home buyers will need to put down before they're able to purchase the their house and uh, acquire a mortgage this down payment usually is a portion of the total purchase price and for homeowners it's usually recommended to be around 20 percent so Nick, do you have any advice for these young prospective homebuyers and ways they can save for this
0: down payment? That's a great question, Samuel. And I think it all starts with understanding your liabilities, or in other words, managing your debts and getting rid of them as fast as you can. Specifically, I'm talking about bad debts, debts that occur from overspending or debts that have a significantly higher interest rates, that will require you to pay more and more over time, which will eventually bleed out your bank account, and you'll, it will cause you to lose all of your progress when you're saving. So basically, you would want to prioritize high-interest loans, such as uh, credit card debts or uh, like taxes or bills due, that you basically ignored, because those are uh, accruing penalties over time. Second, it's important to understand your income, or how much money you're going to be making. There's always many ways of trying to increase your income, whether by learning new skills, looking for a promotion, or essentially getting better jobs, or doing more work to get more money into your pocket. And lastly, we can talk about understanding your expenses, which really means keeping track of how much money you're spending daily, weekly, monthly, or even yearly. For example, if you think you don't spend that much, but If you're buying a $3 coffee every day, it really adds up to over $1,000 every year. So that's something that you can tackle and try to budget your way into managing your expenses so that you're able to save money every month.
1: Okay, thanks for the advice to our listeners, Nicholas. And I think that's it for today's episode on whether young adults should be considering buying a home. We'd like to thank you all for joining us on episode 8 of the Money Makes Sense podcast, where we covered prospective home buying and mortgage rates. Thank you once again, and we hope that in this episode, we made money make sense.